powerful agents. It's Coach Bill Pipes coming at you, as always, alive, excited, and full of energy. Hey, guys, I know it's been a little while since we've had the chance to have one of these great interviews, so thank you for your patience. Man, today, 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 I've been looking forward to this interview for, I kid you not, the last probably four months, and you'll see why here in a second. Um, as we get started, you know, it's, it's September. Here we go. September's right around the corner. And it's that last push. It's that last like effort to really set your fall up. And I just want to challenge you. I want to challenge you as you listen today to our great guest and the, the person that I have the privilege of interviewing to push yourself a little more, to give a little bit more. I believe that every single one of you has greatness inside of you. I believe that there's an extra gear that you can shift into, right? And that here's the great part. As the other agents over the next three or four months are beginning to get tired, burnt out, or having that normal end of year thought of, okay, well, I'm just gonna start preparing for 2016. The work that you do right now and how you push in September is gonna set you up for an amazing November and an incredible December, and then shoot you out of the gates for January of 2016. So back in April of this year, Tom and I had a conversation. And the conversation, we had it with our great coaches. All of us were in a room and we said, we wanna create something for our incredible clients, our 3,000 coaching clients, that would give them the excuse to do just what I challenged you to do, which was to push a little bit more, to push a little bit harder. And what we came up with was this whole concept of what we called our Summit 300K. And I know a lot of you listening were involved in that. You were pushing yourself, you were engaging. And what the competition was, for those of you that don't know, is we looked at it and said, what are two of the most important measures that exist in terms of a real estate agent's business? And what we determined was this. Number one is we know that you've got to be out there generating new business. you got to have what we call your hour of power. What is the hour of power? It's where you're picking up the phone, you're talking to past clients, you're um, you know, engaging in networking events, where you're taking an hour every single day and doing something to talk to people that you know and that you don't know. See, a lot of agents do this. A lot of agents will focus on what we call lag measures. There's two types of measures. There's lead measures and there's lag measures. The most agents will look at lag measures. And lag measures are things like, how much income am I bringing in this month? How many listings did I take? How many sales do I have coming up? And that's great. We want to keep track of that. The challenge with lag measures is if all you do is put your attention on them, you're not going to know what's happening 60 to 90 days from now. Tom talked about this at Summit. He said, lead measures are all about behaviors. If you want to accomplish a great and have a huge success in your business, you've got to align your behaviors with your commitments. And so what lead measures are, are they're, they're those behaviors that you're engaging in that's going to produce future business, like your number of contacts that you're making, the number of hours that you're prospecting, you're going after new business, number of leads that you generate. So we had hours of power as one of those lead measures, and then we had appointments attended. Right? And this woman that I get the chance and the privilege to interview here today is the official, the official winner of our Summit 300K. And in that time, right, from April 6th until the end of, of July, she was able to actually, where's my number over here, set 
a hundred and attend a hundred and forty eight appointments. Yes, you heard me right. One hundred and forty eight appointments uh, in three and a half months and engaged in two hundred and sixty five, two hundred and sixty five hours of power, three hour average per day of being on the phone or networking or going out after new business and almost two appointments attended every single day. And she's going to share with us what she learned, how she did it and how she sort of the breakthrough that she had in terms of her business. So it is with great pleasure that I get to announce our winner and I get to also invite to real success, Miss Natalie Mead. Hello, Miss Natalie. Hi, Bill. How are you? I'm as always alive, excited, full of energy, baby. And I know you are too. So, First of all, congratulations. How does it feel to, to be the number one Tom Ferry agent out of 3,000? Well, I'm not sure that, that, that I feel justified in that, but I, but I, I did work. I did work. <laughs> you worked your booty off. I talked to Mary Jett, your coach, and she said you were grinding it every single day. So what an accomplishment. What an incredible uh, uh, way to sort of go through the summer. So Natalie, you and I were talking before the, the interview took place, and I mean, you have such an incredible history, uh, both in and outside the business. Can you just take two or three minutes and share with them, you know, like the whole process of like what you did, how you got into real estate, you know, and, uh, and how you got to where you are right now? Okay, so I've been in the business for 26 years in September. Um, and before I was in real estate, I, I have a master's degree in art. I was an art teacher. And then I owned a, a pottery school and studio and a contemporary craft gallery for about 15 years. And um, all that, you know, totally prepares you to be a realtor. <laughs> um, then what happened, the way I ended up becoming a realtor was I moved to an area of Los Angeles called Historic West Adams. And I moved there so I would be closer to my business, which was in Santa Monica. Um, but my husband and I loved old houses and, uh, so we got very involved in the historic preservation of that particular area. When I was a kid, I took art lessons at the Memphis Academy of Arts and the classes were held in an old Victorian house. And as a kid, I said, someday I'm going to own a Victorian house. And so today I own a 1910 Craftsman house. It's not Victorian, but it's of the era. And my house is 105 years old and I've restored numerous old houses. My husband and I, bought and fixed up and flipped and um, primarily that's the bulk of what I sell. It's sort of my niche. I, I love old houses. I help people buy historic properties and sell historic properties, but I work all over the city and I've done everything from Pacoima to Torrance and from Pasadena to the ocean and everything in between. You know what, what's really fascinating is it's always inspiring for me because I get the chance to be around, you know, incredible people like yourself and you all the time. And you and I go way, way back, you know, like 20 years back. Um, when you see someone who has a passion as a kid realized, right, in, in their life that you're now you're doing the thing that you, you love the most and said when you were a child, I want one day I will. And now you're helping other people get that as well, too. That's going to be incredibly fulfilling. Well, I love that part. I love helping people, you know, realize the American dream, you know, and be able to move on to the next stage of their lives. So that's a cool thing about what we do. Now, your marketplace is Los Angeles. So for those of you that are, you know, have great referrals, I mean, obviously, Natalie is a rock star agent. And we're going to talk a little bit in terms of production and how she's how she's doing. Natalie, is it just you or do you have a team? I have um, 
I'm rebuilding my team. I'll say that. I used to have a larger team, and now, now I, we're kind of small, and we're in the uh, rebuilding stage. I have a great assistant who will tell you that he's really responsible for, for my success. Um, he actually is a big help. He's relatively new with me, but I, of course, use a TC, and I use a, uh, a great graphic designer, and I have a, a listing coordinator you know, through my office. I work for a company that's very supportive, very supportive of the Tom Ferry system and very technologically savvy. So, so that helps me a lot. Yeah, it's always important to have. You're with John Arrow. Always important to have an incredible company that that supports you. And I know that John Arrow does that, and we've been partnering with him for a long time. Super grateful. Um, so real estate was a second career, like you were a teacher, and then you went, okay, now I'm going to get into real estate. I guess it was a, maybe a third career, maybe four fourth career. Um, you know, I was a teacher and then I owned this this art related business and which, you know, we worked seven days a week and made no money. So I thought, well, if I'm gonna work seven days a week, I could work seven days a week doing something else. Now I got involved in the community and I thought to myself, well maybe um, I really love doing this and maybe I can do it in a different capacity. So so I got my real estate license. I worked part time while I still ran the, the business in Santa Monica and then I realized that to be successful I had to do it full-time so I eventually moved I was with a small boutique company uh, just in the historic district and then I moved to John Douglas company in Hancock Park that company was bought by Coal Banker so I was with Coal Banker for a while I was recruited to Fred Sands um, where I was one of the two training directors for the company uh, in the meantime, we sold our business and my husband joined me as my assistant and then eventually got his license and worked as my partner. And we became, you know, pretty productive, fairly successful realtors, both at Fred Sands. And then, then um, when Fred Sands was bought by Coal Banker, we actually moved to Beverly Hills for a brief time, then joined Prudential, Prudential John Arrow, and were there for a while. Uh, and that office was closed in Hancock Park, moved back to Beverly Hills, and then uh, eventually moved to John Arrow Group when John opened a new company. So this whole this whole commitment that you had, like when you heard the Summit, Summit 300K, Mary, you know, your coach, who I've known for years and just is, is amazing, were you immediately like, game on, baby, let's do this, or did you have to warm up to it? Because that's a big commitment, like an hour, two hours, you're doing three hours of, of lead generation per day. So how did you wrap your mind around that commitment? Because I know a lot of the, the real success nation, I call them, our listeners, you know, are sitting there going, three hours a day, holy crap, I'm lucky if I do three hours a week or three hours a month. So how did you mentally wrap your mind around a commitment to do as much prospecting and lead generation as you did? I think it's basically because I don't have a life. I mean, I just just I just do, do this. Now, I, I actually didn't. I. I didn't embrace it as a goal. Uh, you know, I had to turn in my numbers to Mary every week, and you know, I have to turn in my numbers for her anyway. So that just was an adjunct to that. I just kept doing it. And frankly, the week before the contest ended, I thought, why am I even bothering with this? I'm sure there are people that will blow me out of the water. I'm sure that I'm, you know, not that successful. I have all these appointments, and it, you know. Yeah. I didn't think I was doing all that much, but I, as I said, I'm very involved in my community. I'm always talking to people, you know, about real estate, and it, was easy. it sort of happened. I, yeah. I stumbled into it. I love it. 
Very, very cool. So I want to talk to you a little bit about um, getting prepared to prospect. You know, like the, the you and I have had uh, a couple conversations and you know, I believe that all battles are won before they're fought. You know, it's, a, it's an old quote from Sun Tzu, great uh, um, Asian philosopher. And I believe that every prospecting battle, if you were, every, every day that we wake up and we look at the phone or we decide what we're going to do is one before we even pick up the phone. So is there some type of routine that you use or how, or how do you get yourself prepared for three hours of lead generation a day? Okay. Well, as I, I had mentioned this to you before we, we started this interview, um, that I feel like this has been a slow year for me. I started out pretty slow. I am in the rebuilding stage. You know, I, I was a productive realtor. I went through a couple of years when my husband was seriously ill and um, I dropped out of coaching to take care of him. And so I'm now back in the rebuilding stage after I lost him a couple of years ago. I have had to really focus on my mindset, really focus on my attitude, really focus on my morning routine. You know, I've heard that for years. We've all heard that for years. But um, because I felt like this year has been so slow and I, you know, there, there's always those times when you think, well, maybe I should change careers. I don't have a lot of time to change careers. I've been doing this a long time and, you know, I got a lot of gray hair. So I, my time is short, so I need to, if I'm doing this, I got to do it. And that would be career change number, that, that would be like fifth or fourth change. <laughs> fourth or fifth at least, yeah. So, so I, I got to focus on this. And so um, in terms of getting my mindset going, I've been working on the miracle morning. You know, all those things that we know we're supposed to do, meditation, visualization, affirmations, all those things, um, doing it in the miracle morning concept of getting up a little earlier and doing it in a short amount of time really prepares you to go out and seriously kick butt. I mean, you have a totally different attitude and I have to say that I was plodding along. I really was. And I say, this has been my, my Forrest Gump moment. I've just, you know, okay, Lieutenant Mary, I'm going to do it. But I just, you know, it's just like, I don't have a choice. I'll just do it. I'll just do it. I'll just do it. But now I'm beginning to see the results. I went down to the summit. Uh, I, I a big part of my prospecting is reaching out to agents from other parts of the country. So just remember, I give a 33% referral to any Los Angeles <laughs> referral from anybody across the country. So. Send me your referrals, 33%. Um, but I was out prospecting all the agents, passing out key rings to them to, with a reminder message. And while I was doing that, I started getting, seeing results coming in even while I was at the summit. Oh, the, the clients I sent to probate court won. They're, that's a new escrow opening. Oh, I got a new listing for a million three thirty-five. That's a little bit bigger than my norm in my in my area um, just things started have started falling into place in the last few months yes. and so I know you know with the concept of a 60 or 90 day cycle I'm beginning to read the results of the attitude change and the plodding along putting one foot in front of the other yeah it actually works funny it, about that you know <laughs> it's it's not sexy 
You know, like people think it's so easy to get caught up in the internet and Facebook. And I know you're awesome on Facebook. I know that like you're incredible. We're going to talk about that here in a second. However, you know, the 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 true people that succeed at a very high level, they're they take that Forrest Gump attitude. Right? They they do two things, which is whatever you say, they have a mentor, whatever you say, Lieutenant Dan, Lieutenant Mary, and they're just willing to actually plot along, and now you're seeing the results. So for those individuals that aren't familiar with this whole like you know, morning miracle, take take us through you get up and just real quickly, what is your what's your ritual for the morning? Well, I I get up and you know, I I do some you know some nutritional things that actually came from Tom Ferry's trainer. So you know, I get up and I drink warm lemon juice and, and water, and I, I do my detox shake. But I also I do ten minutes of meditation or prayer or silence, whatever. Ten minutes of affirmations, and I've adjusted my affirmations and made them much more to the point, much more cogent, much more larger goals. Could you share some with us? Would you be willing to share some affirmations with us? Well, every year I say I'm going to be in the top 5% of the agents in my company. And every year I'm in the top 10%. So one of my affirmations is I will be top 5% John Arrow Group this year, 2015. And do you say that like every single day? Just every single day. Yeah. So even if I don't make the top 5%, I'm going to be pretty darn close. Yeah. How about you will make the? You are going to be in that top. I am going to. I am going to do it. The other thing that uh, the big goal that I have set for myself is I have a stepdaughter who lives out of state. She is super mom to two brilliant and gorgeous grandchildren of mine, and she teaches kids with special needs. She teaches kids with autism and Asperger's. She is smart and beautiful and wonderful but doesn't make a lot of money because she's a teacher and so my goal for 2015 is to make enough money to help her buy a house so my goal is to earn the money for the down payment for that house I want to come back to that here in a second right once we finish up because I think that's a really important uh, component to, to the motive to take action um, so you do 10 minutes of, of meditation 10 minutes of affirmations 10 minutes, of, 10 minutes of visualization and yeah. visualizing those those goals coming to fruition. Mm -hmm. I'm walking up and getting that award. And uh, 10 minutes of reading. Okay. 10 minutes of journaling. Great. 10 minutes of exercise. Usually it's more than 10 minutes of exercise, but okay. there are six six things. Was that, was that six? I think so. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, that's your six. Yeah. I, I'm, so and you do that every single morning, and that's so fantastic because a lot of people think that it has to be this extremely large commitment, you know, on so many different levels. But you just go 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, and then then you're off and running. Does that help you out in terms of your ability to be able to to lead, generate, and prospect every single day? It is amazing how much more clarity I feel like I have. My, you know, it's like the fog has been lifted. I feel like I I have much clearer thinking. Uh, I'm much more focused and uh, much more confident. Yeah, and that's the game, right? Where is, is the confidence? The confidence thing. Awesome. So um, you talked about your daughter, your your stepdaughter, right? You just just briefly talked about her. How much does having a big why and you know that that passion to be able to assist her 
How much did that play into your ability to keep going with this commitment when maybe you wanted to stop? It's a well, it's huge. I mean, you know, that really is, you know, I, I have a comfortable lifestyle and, you know, I, I have to have at least one big trip a year, you know, to someplace exotic. You know, last year I went to Southeast Asia, the year before I went to Russia, uh, this year I'm hoping for Cuba, but, and next year India, but you know, that's, that's all well and good. I live a very comfortable lifestyle. I own income property. I, you know, I'm, I'm okay with that. Oh sure, I could, you know, I could make more money and, and live a, a more affluent lifestyle, but it's not really important to me. So what's important to me is helping her because she's, you know, she is doing great things for young people and she has two great kids that, that deserve to have a wonderful place. So that's my goal. That's amazing. Um, I think if more people had a clear why, like you do, because I mean, really, you probably don't need to work that much anymore, right? I mean, and to have that that reason why that that drives you forward, I've always found. I know Tom's talked about it. I talk about it. It's such a critical component. So, so hey, real success nation. As you're listening right now and thinking, my question to you is, what is your big why? What drives you? What is it that is going to get you up and get you going when you want to stop and keep you moving forward? And if you don't have one. You want to take some time tonight and think about that and ask yourself, why am I really doing this? Because Natalie, obviously, that's a, that's a key component. Hey, you are setting two appointments every single day. Give us some tips on that. Like, what, what are some things that you found was a, were effective techniques to use to be able to set two appointments every single day? I, I actually don't really know how to answer that. Um, you know, some of the appointments are just, uh, a lot of my appointments are staying in contact with past clients. Uh, you know, I, I have a lot of clients, you know, I've been in the business 26 years. I have a lot of past clients and I have clients that have been repeat, repeat clients and referral clients. Um, some clients I've worked with, you know, three and four times. So I'm always wanting to stay in front of them. I, I always adopt if at all possible, the client on the other side of the transaction. Mm -hmm. um, and then so now, like, how do you do that? Like, how do you adopt the, that's a, that right there is a huge takeaway for these guys. How do you adopt the client on the, if you have the buyer, how do you adopt the listing? If you have the listing, how do you adopt the buyer? Can you share with us maybe a couple of tips that these guys could use? Well, part of it is, you know, I'm, I'm very familiar with, with most of the communities where I sell. So I've tried to be an area specialist. Um, you know, I, I just sold the house down the street on my block and I actually was just talking to the guys who bought that house last night and I said, hey, did you know Labor Day weekend there's this big jazz festival in the neighborhood, you know, it's free, you should come, you know, you'll have a great time. Their agent was the best friend of one of, of, one of them. And, um, but I think if they were going to refer anybody, they would refer them to me if it were in, if it were in that area, for so sure. Inside your farm, so you're staying in communication with them. They bought, they didn't buy, you had the listing, they bought your listing and then right. they, uh, now you're just the area expert and hey, did you guys know you're being of value to them? So I love oh, yeah. oh yeah. And door knocking. And you know, we did, we did an open, I have this listing for a million 335. I'm, 
very excited about it. it just was written up in curved la and you know we're getting a lot of interest in it and we we had a mega open house we you know we had a broker's open house uh we served lunch to brokers and then we invited the the neighbors to come for wine and cheese in the evening for a twilight open house we did all those things we put lots of signs out we door knocked and invited neighbors um so other people see that and there are not many agents in my area that do anything like that not to mention you know the facebook thing that we that we alluded to you know i i have three business facebook pages plus my personal facebook page and i'm constantly trying to give things that will be of value to people in the community i've also hosted some uh, community groups on facebook as well so just trying to give people information letting them know that i'm out there and i care about them I think that's that's critical. People need to know that you care about them. I'm just I'm taking notes for myself right now. I'm you know like I'm I, I, I always love to have the chance to do this because I get so much great information from you guys. Um, looking at your your prospecting itself, your lead generation, your three hours a day, was that all like one group or did you have you know did you spread it out? What are your what are your primary lead generation sources when it comes to what you did for those three hours? No, it's 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 certainly different people, you know. A lot, as I said, a lot past clients, a lot uh, of neighbors, a lot of people in the community are calling around a listing or door knocking around a listing. Uh, you know, there's a whole obviously a whole group of uh, investors. I was out walking my dog this morning, and I called an investor because a neighbor texted me about a house that was is going to auction, and it's a house I've been tracking, and I talked to the people that. I, that were in escrow and then they dropped out and so I immediately called an investor to say you know this is going to auction you know see if you can buy it and we'll list it so I'm, I'm out there I work with uh, very, work very closely with um, a couple of, of affiliated um, lenders I have a lender who usually sits in open house with me so you know my clients or people come to our open house they can get pre-qualified on the spot or connect with a lender people come that are past clients they connect with her about getting uh, refis done and that sort of thing so we're always focusing on trying to give value yeah. and so I talk I'm to that, I'm hearing that again and again and again in this conversation is that you're walking your dog you're thinking of your clients right you're you know you're the people moved in and they they weren't your buyers but you're looking at ways to be able to give them value you so and I belong Yes, I also belong to a networking group, so I'm talking to those people. I, you know, it's like wherever I go, I'm, you know, it's the old story like you're in the line in the grocery store, you know, you, oh, by the way, <laughs> I'm in real estate. What do you know? What do you, what do you want to need to know? You have said three times two words that surprise me because, A, in LA, I, I always hear from some agents, oh, I'm, we don't really door knock in Los Angeles. So you said three times, I was out door knocking, I door knocked, I door knocked. You obviously door knock. So t tell me a little bit about, about that. I mean, 20 some odd years of experience in the business and you're still hitting doors. So what, what would you say to those people that go, eh, my marketplace, we don't really knock doors. You know, I think there's a movement back towards it. You and I know from ancient history with another company, yes. there was a guy who used to door knock all day long every day you know like eight hours a day yes um and i don't do that but 
I have to say that I really love door knocking. Um, I, it's hard to make myself do it, you know, to motivate myself. But once I get out there and start, I really love doing it. Uh, I have a, a, you know, an assistant, as I mentioned, he goes with me. Um, and he's always, because I door knock a lot in the areas I sell, he's always surprised at how many people know me. Um, they know me because I've been around a long time, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm very involved in the community. But I like doing it. I'm from the South. So it, there's, you know, there's that folksy down home kind of attitude that, you know, I just like talking to people. Where are you from? Where are you from in the South? I'm from Tennessee. I'm from Memphis. I knew, I heard Memphis. I, when you said Memphis, I figured that you were from Tennessee. The yeah. home of some of the best barbecue in the world. Right. <laughs> right. right. But I happen to be vegetarian. So. <laughs> well, the home of some great vegetables and cucumbers and spinach, right? So, um, so, so do you just door knock in your farm? Do you door knock around listing around your listings? Do you door knock around your open houses? What do you, when do you use that strategy? Around open houses, you know, if I have a, if I have a listing or an open house coming up, yes. Um, I, since most of what I sell is typically in my farm, I will do that. You know, I, uh, if I have a listing in, in an area outside my farm, I, I might do it. It just depends would depend on the circumstances. Okay. Do you do you still use the phone? I mean, because a lot of people. I mean, you're you're great on Facebook. I see a lot of a lot of what happens is um, people are moving away from you know this whole thought of being on the phone. I'm a telemarketer. Blah blah blah. Right. And um, we still have a lot of our clients that pick up the phone, prospect over the phone. Do you still use the phone in conjunction with all of the social media that you're doing? Oh, of course I do. Of course I do. And I'm going back to some old school stuff. You know, it's, uh, that's one of the beauties of, of my wonderful new assistant is we're going after letter writing campaigns to expires. We're going after probates. We're exploring, we're exploring other avenues of lead generation. I mean, because you can't count on one, one source, it's just not these days. Say that again, because I want everyone, I want the real success nation to hear that, right? You can't count on. You can't count on just one source of lead generation. You you need to not spread yourself too thin, but you need to focus on particular areas, the ones that you do best. Yeah. You know, and, and I know that I I'm best when I'm talking to someone. So why would I give up the phone? Because I'm good on the phone. I was I, in college. I was a telephone operator. I was a long distance telephone operator, and then I I did telephone sales for Sears. <laughs> So I know I'm good on the phone. Yeah, you, you remember uh, Kyle Whistle at uh, Tom X? He said something. He said, "Find out what you love to do, and then align your business around that." Do you remember that on Monday? I and, do. And you've done that. You're you're great. You're social. You love being in front of people. So you've obviously aligned your business completely around that with networking, with door knocking, with the open houses, and just getting out in the community and being of service. If you had to leave these guys with one bit of advice, right? I'm not prospecting right now. I'm not lead generating. I'm not door knocking. I'm not picking up the phone. Give me one bit of advice that would make a difference for you because you've given us so much. What is that one bit of advice that you say to someone that hasn't necessarily been, you know, actively going out and traditionally lead generating, like with phones and doors, et cetera? Well, first of all, I think the morning mindset preparation is critical and that will lead you into a, a process that will make you think bigger 
and then you just have to do it. I mean, it's the old Nike thing. Just do it. You've got if you if you just pick one or two ways to generate leads, just just do it. Just get out there. I mean, because otherwise, why are you in this business? You know, join a networking group and go and, and talk to people or pick something that you really like doing. If you if you're afraid to door knock, but you're okay on the phone, do that. You know, yes, you can send a letter. You can send letters till the cows come home, but you're going to have to follow it up with something. And people work want to work with people that they know and they like and they trust. And not everybody is going to know and like and trust me. So I'm at a point in my life that I'm a little more discriminating about who I work with. But you know, if you don't if you don't try it, how are you going to know? Brilliant. So you got to get out there and do it. Brilliant. Yeah. And and Natalie, one of the key things that I've learned over the years and you just demonstrated is when you're willing to go out and door knock, when you're willing to, to do what others aren't willing to do, when you're willing to prospect, it gives you the freedom and the choice to choose who you work with. You can be discriminate because you you spend in three hours a day cycling through and finding people you want to work with. Do you find that to be the case? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, uh, and what surprises me is, is that, you know, business comes from unexpected places. Uh, you know, it, it, all right. So you're you're working on lead generation in this regard. You're going over here after this, but you know, it's that I don't know. Maybe it's karma or whatever it is. I've always said activity breeds activity. So if you do something over here, you may get business from over there. Um, it's you know you gotta sow your seed somewhere, but you're gonna reap the benefits eventually. You got it. Shake, shake the shake the tree. And you may not get the fruit you're looking for, but it falls someplace else, doesn't it? And you're you got that. Yeah. So Natalie, I, I have two pages worth of notes here that I've been taking. And I always like to have that these these men and women who are listening right now that they can walk away with three specific things. I've got my three. I've got that morning ritual. I I got it gotta have a why. If you don't have a why, then it, you're not gonna drive yourself forward, right? And then I also have that, you know, what's critical is you've got to be willing to do some of the things that are uncomfortable for us. you got to give, I mean, 20 some odd years in the business and, and you're willing to go out and door knock. Here's what I say to everyone. What's your excuse, right? <laughs> <laughs> and hey, thank you from the bottom of my heart for not just doing this interview, but for your commitment that you made and stuck to. And for your your life you know, like long process of being involved with the Tom Ferry organization and being around and just continuing to inspire all of us, Natalie, from all of us at Real Success, all of us at Tom Ferry to you. I just want to say we love you, we appreciate you, and just <laughs> congratulations again. Thank you very much, and thanks to the entire Tom Ferry organization and my fabulous coaches that I've had over the years. And thanks for everything you do for all the great agents out there. Hey, by the way, if they want to send you a referral, how do they get a hold of you? They can email me, natalieneith at gmail.com, N-A-T-A-L-I-E-N-E-I-T-H at gmail.com, or um, they can text me or call me at 323-595-9414. That's 323-595-9414. And 33% referrals. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome, Natalie. Thanks again. Hey, Real Success listeners, 
Remember, if you have any questions in terms of how we can support you, what we can do to assist you, please visit us at, at TomFerry.com. That's TomFerry.com. Uh, and we'd be more than happy to be able to actually conduct an implementation strategy session with you or to be able to support you any way that we can. We appreciate you guys. Thank you very much for being great listeners. Look forward to talking to you next call. Bye-bye. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Natalie.